0: Episode sixty PPT podcast. Brian and Lando back. No O'Leary. We left them. We kicked them to the curb. No more Man United fans. We're having big boy conversations now.
1: <laughs> uh, to you, O'Leary, and anyone listening, Merhaba.
0: That is hello in Turkish. Why aren't you speaking Saudi? And now they're trying to get in bed with those with the Saudis. So. <laughs> we could talk about Qataris. that. <laughs> Lots to talk about, but only one place to really, really start here. Um, Champions League final Saturday, three p.m. U.S. time. At least, at least it starts in the afternoon. Sometimes mm-hmm. prime time, nine p.m. games, and it it it's almost horrible. It's Suffering. You got to wait all day to see if your team's going to either win or let you down. So how are you feeling going into this one?
1: Weird. You, you, you bring up such an excellent point as Americans. We have for the European games that we love. We do get that a little bit more appreciation that the latest really is a 3 PM start for us. I mean, that's all the champions league games. Um, So yeah, that, that, that's kind of neat. Yeah. I get to either celebrate starting at about five 36 or, I go into a cave at 536 and and come out of hibernation in September. Um, I'm nervous as can be, but uh, I'm confident the boys landed in Istanbul. We're good. Uh, technically, they landed in Budapest and now I'm going to Istanbul, but they're good. You know, We're, we're, we're set, and uh, hopefully we can get it done, man. I'm nervous about it. It's going to be tough. Uh, I think their they're quality, they've found a way to get through. Uh, an easier easier lineup of teams but um i gotta
0: respect gotta respect the opponent gotta respect the opponent however i don't have to respect <laughs> that's fair. because it's not my opponent <laughs> um getting you can excited see them for, for what the they game. are getting excited for the game but honestly i think it's one of those games where i It's going to be an exciting 20 minutes, and then Man City will just take over after that. Um, The buildup is always fun to the Champions League final. I know last year, remember, there was a big delay for that one because they weren't weren't letting Liverpool fans in or something crazy like that. So hopefully this one gets started on time because that was kind of annoying. And hopefully the fans that actually go to see the game can actually get in because – one of, the, one of the things that kind of pisses me off about this game is that the fans don't get tickets, really. I think there's 60, 60, 60 80,000 seats. Only 18,000 or 19,000 city fans, 18,000, 19,000 inner fans get tickets. The rest go to corporate people, sponsors, and then general fans in general. So it's kind of ridiculous, but, you know, hopefully from that standpoint, things are okay. And, um... Yeah, as for the game, I'm still sticking with I think this is going to be very very lopsided. Last few games have been nail biters, but in the Champions League finals, but I think this is going to be lopsided. I've watched I've watched probably 10 Inter games. I haven't enjoyed a single one of them. They're very very boring. They're going to have to make this really ugly, and I think you could do that to city teams in the past, but I don't think you can really do that to this city team with the way they're playing. I think they're going to break through eventually. I think about the 20, 30 minute mark, probably going to be a slow first 15 minutes and then breakthrough. And I see about three or four goals going in, man. Um, <clears throat> if you could do it to Madrid, Bayern, I don't think, I, I think defensively, they're going to be set up a lot more defensive than those teams. But yeah, once you break through, it's yeah. it's going to be a goal party. And I just don't see like defensively, you guys are playing very well, so was well, Ferro Martinez not a big fan? Lukaku, uh, uh, I don't, I don't see how they score more than a goal. So yeah, go yeah, through that's this what me think. a little
1: bit though. I mean, you've you've seen ten games of Inter. I mean, do I what? What am I? What should, what should I be fearing right now? I mean, do you
0: ten Their games? Center season? back parings very very solid. That Bastoni guy is really good. Okay, so um, like I rate him highly. <clears throat> I like uh. I like their wingbacks. What's the one guy on the right? Timbers? Uh, Dumfries? No, no, Dumfries. Timbers is the other guy for another team. Yeah, Dumfries, uh, the guy. Oh, yeah, he plays for the Dutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's good. And, you know, just – but going forward, I mean, I'm just not a fan of Litaro Martinez. I'm not at all. Yeah. We were linked to him like three seasons ago. So I, I pay attention to him. Not for he me. starts? Not for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Agreed. That's how they've been starting with uh, – what's his name? The guy we used to play for City. Uh Jekyll Jekyll and uh, Litaro I don't see why they would change that up yeah. Lukaku's been effective for them coming off the bench and you know they have some good players in midfield um, decent midfielders but I think they just set up very very defensively kind of borderline terrorist football if not full on terrorist football yeah. I'm going to expect and you guys are just going to dominate the ball dominate possession I feel like for a neutral this isn't going to be the best game to watch I hope I'm wrong because I am a neutral, but um, yeah, I just see domination of the ball. Inter's going to be fine with that. They're not going to come out with anything fancy. It's going to be a park-the-bus kind of game and counter, and I think I think uh, Pep is not going to outthink himself on this one and, and fuck it up. I think he's just going to go what got him there, and what got him there is, is working very, very well. Thoughts on Milan
1: taking a 1-0 lead within 10 minutes?
0: i'm gonna say something it's gonna if that happens it's gonna be because ederson does something really fucking stupid ederson is your focal point (laughs) right there something (laughs) there's a goal within 10 points it's gonna be ederson howler yeah yeah um
1: i suspect the game you've noted it perfectly they defensively are very sound very compact uh in fact i believe i heard a, a journalist or a reporter say something along the lines of if you speak to every inner player and ask how they Play and how Nzagi asked to expect the team. One word you will always hear all of them say is compact. So I'm very, very curious to see if we're going to, what type of wingers we're going to get. Um, the reason why that's important for me is that's going to tell me what Pep is thinking. Uh, I've kind of indicated and I've taken this stance, and I will admit I've bitten it from the noisy neighbors, but there's a lot of validity to this. If you look at the wingers and who he chooses, there's two sets kind of that he goes with. When he goes with Jack and or Bernardo or or Riyad on the right, he's going low block killers. He's trying to hold, really try to get in there and direct pass it, uh, dominate the ball. Um, Very rarely is he wanting to go at certain teams. If he starts to fill Foden, if he starts... Um, even Bernardo at the right, too. Um, uh, that that counts as that uh, potential uh, attacking go at that back line because of the space provided for the wingbacks. I think we get Jack Grealish. I do not think we get Riyad Mahrez. I think we get Bernardo in the right. Uh, I think we're going to... Uh, uh, what really scares me, and just being completely transparent, they are comfortable with three back formations because that's what they do and that is where i fear a little bit where everything you've said is accurate city have been better defending this isn't a game for me that that is who's gonna be on the offensive it's who doesn't make mistakes and lately uh i think manchester city have made less mistakes than almost anyone in europe so um i think it will be an early lead i have a header Coming from Erling Holland, um, if you look at the Madrid game, there were two easy goals that have could have had us even more against the greatest keeper in the war, world, Dibokotwa, in my opinion. And I think we get that from Erlin, um, Erlin and Holland. Oh, I'm sorry, er- Erling and and a and a crossing. I'm thinking maybe big big Ruben, Father Ruben. There's gonna be some sort of header action early on. Um, and there are some big boys and they got a huge back line bastoni irate they have a strong midfield uh, uh china glue uh nicola borella um they have a great great team um, brazovich great great player a uh, great great perfect italian league player so uh, I'm nervous, but I'm confident. I'm confident. The boys landed good. We're we're settled in Istanbul. Uh, it's gonna be nerves. We know this, but uh, we 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 have it. So we're gonna see the norm, the, the normal group. Edison.
0: I don't want your sc- I'm n- I don't want to cut you off, but ahead. don't give me your score yet because I have a little okay. thing we're gonna do before your score. But okay. keep going. I'm going Walker, Edison, Walker,
1: John Stones, Ruben Diaz, Akanji. Kanji just has the rhythm. Right now on city city Twitter, we've been going all day. Nathan Ake or a Kanji? Ake or a Kanji? Who's starting? Which AKs are restarting? I'm going to Kanji. He just has the rhythm. Um, I just feel like he's going to be there. Gundo, Rotary, Kevin, Bernardo, Holland, Jack. Going with the same group. Nothing's changed. We're rolling with it, and uh, I'm confident. I'm confident the boys are going to do it. Uh yeah, no score prediction. I got you. Um but yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Nervous as shit. No, I'm 0 for 1 in this scenario. Um yeah. And also, I just want to note future, maybe Arsenal get to this point or whatever club get to this point. We're in the Champions League final. I'm a little like anxieties building with seeing all the action. Of all these clubs doing transfer talk, although you were the one who broke news to me, I was in—I was getting into people's shit and emails at work when you updated me that personal terms had agreed on had been agreed upon for Kovacic. So before that, though, very quiet on the radar. Been very, very nervous as a city fan, knowing that while we're focused on obviously doing the our biggest, greatest game in our history uh, on repeat, second time um, we'll. We're not doing anything. And I'm seeing all this shit. I'm afraid we're behind. So note to any club that does get to the champion league final. You want to see your club still doing some transactions and getting active with folks if there's a possibility.
0: All right. So before we get your score, I have some over-unders for you, my Man City friend. Are you ready? Here we go. Over-under. 9.5-minute delay for the Champions League game to start. Oh, that's easily over. So you think there's going to be another delay this year? Yeah, that's easily over. I have a feeling there will be too. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Mark Mark I'm marking it down so you're going yeah. <clears throat> over. Over under 37 minutes played for Romelo Lukaku.
1: Accounting for extra time, he's gonna come in around this fifty-seventh to the sixtieth minute.
0: And that's why I accounting, picked 37.
1: Accounting for extra time. I say yes. He's gonna uh, I I take the over. Yeah, I take the over. I think over.
0: so too, because I think they'll be down too and they'll need the goal. That's a good point. I didn't think about it from the scoring perspective, yeah. Over under one point five total goals from Milan. If my prediction holds true, oh, fuck. Did you give a prediction?
1: No, 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 no. But yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking in my head. Uh, that's for we, can, we can save have... that
0: one for when you do the score prediction, and you'll yeah, give it that. That's a tough one. All right, that's we'll save that one. one. So when you give the score prediction, I'll mark you down. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Here's some Man City ones. Over under 1. 1.5 Holland goals. Over. Over. Over under five mentions of the treble. Five? Yeah, five. Oh, fuck yeah, over. That's too easy. (laughs) Over, this might get a little sentimental. Do you have any tissues? God. Over, under, 1.5 more games in a Man City uniform for Bernardo Silva. So will he play two more games in a Man City uniform? Or is he going to play less? 1.5 more games played for Man City for Bernardo. So basically, is your boy staying or is he going? He's going, under. Oh. Same <laughs> question, but treatment. for but for One. Over. All right, in a personal PPT group chat question, over under of three mentions of David DeHaye this weekend from O'Leary. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, I will call out I will call out O'Leary. You've been posting some stuff on 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 your IG story trying to make it salty about He's been taking about, some shots. He's been taking some shots and we got to address some Massive of the shots aggressive O'Leary. Uh, Very, very. I I would have preferred just you send it to me directly so that you could just ask me my reaction. Would have been my preference. Specifically, when you try to share with me what Sir Alex Ferguson thinks of Lionel Messi in comparison to Cristiano Ronaldo. If you don't think that Lionel Messi is clearly the best footballer on this planet, we can have an intelligent conversation about it, but quite frankly, it's boring. The other thing I, I truly just want to bring out is, should it be handled on Saturday? You got to make room for the conversation on the couch, buddy. You're no longer on the couch by yourself. I'm sitting next to you, and you got to get comfortable. I'll wear some good cologne. It'll be a blue fragrance, some type of shark-themed cologne, and you'll get the sense, and you'll get the smell for it, and the aroma yourself, my guy. It's not just a whole, oh, my gosh, you know, no fans since back 20 years ago. Yeah, we know main road i don't know if you've noticed anything about this but city fans actually take a lot of respect and ownership of the fact that they are the working class group of the city of manchester that in when they were playing at main road it was no more than forty-seven thousand, but they were selling that shit out because they was that thing it were small working class folk yeah i get it the americans didn't hop on it until recently i've been on record saying where my fandom started fall of 2005 when a school teacher forced us to pick a team. I had two qualifications. It needed to be blue. It needed to go ahead and be in England somewhere. That was it. I didn't want to do Chelsea. I didn't want to do... Because uh, uh, at the time, who was Chelsea? Was It uh, It was someone who really pissed me off. It was a Portuguese player, but it wasn't a big-name Portuguese player who played for Chelsea. He bothered me. It was like God of a holler or something like that. He was annoying. Just pissed me off. I. That's it. Chose City that way. Stuck with it. Just so happened to be that they have a team in New York. Obviously, I picked New York teams. So... I mean, I don't know, bro. How did you pick United when you were a young fan here in the Poconos in Pennsylvania? How did anyone pick any of these teams? You stick to them. You just so happened to pick front runners back then. I picked losers back then. And now we sit in pretty, dog. That's it. That's it.
0: <laughs> did you pick over or under for Gundo? I forgot to over. write that one. He stays. He stays. He stays. All right. What's your score prediction?
1: I've changed it in my head recently because now I hope it goes down this way. 4-2. to two, I do have Milan going over, uh, but I think it's going to be they're going to score late, get something on. I see also something floggy. I see a pen coming somehow. I should have did that over under .5 penalties. Yeah. See, well, that that one, I would probably would go one. under. I would probably go under on that.
0: Over 1.5? Or yeah, 0.5. I would go un, under on 1.5 for penalties. Yeah, I mean, six goals is a lot. You always pick high scores. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. All right, so we'll see. We'll, we'll get your reaction after the game. I'm um, looking forward to it. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now what? We talked some Inter-Miami. We were talking about it a little on the past podcast. Inter-Miami moved from Messi, loan to Barcelona. One of those two things happened. One of those two things happened, and and uh, Lionel Messi is officially coming to the MLS, people. Yep. Signed with Inter-Miami. Huge, huge, huge news for the worst team in the Eastern Conference of the MLS, oh, Inter-Miami, <clears throat> who just fired Gary Neville's brother. And, um, yeah, they're going to look to uh, pick up steam, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's huge news for Inter Miami and, and just MLS in general. Yeah, so so
1: just to kind of provide a little bit of more detail, um, he is obviously the largest contract in MLS history. Um, what were the going, details on that? He's going to have a sponsorship uh, and rights to a certain percentage of every new subscriber to Apple TV MLS package. Um, actually I need to clarify. I don't, I don't even know if it is just the MLS package. I think it might be to Apple TV period. It could be, um, this is an astronomical deal. He essentially got, I don't know if you've seen the movie recently, but, uh, that air movie with Jordan and kind of doing this, He, he got, he got mama Jordan's deal. He got a piece of everyone, every new person that's coming. And, um, the whole MLS, the whole league was in favor of this. Everyone benefits, and you'd be hard-pressed to find, while the league is rudimentary in play, I can be honest about that, and it's still Leonel Messi playing in a lower-tiered league. I'm just being honest. It's a prospect league, definitely a farmer's league, although I think it's cute that they're trying to bring the boys all back together. Sergio Busquets, Luis Suarez. They're trying to get a few Suarez? other Suarez. Yeah, they're calling Suavecito to see if he can come down. They're not going to be somewhere. able to sign all
0: those guys, but Busquets seems possible.
1: Yeah, and then the last name I heard was um, uh, gosh, it's it just I just had him. Oh, Angel Di Maria. Um, but again, another situation where I think you're going to be unable yeah. to afford him. Uh, so it's cute. Uh, the whole league benefits. I support the United States in trying to get what I think it's a selfish reason. They're just trying to get viewers and get – and I don't think they're trying to really grow the game because if you're really trying to grow the game, then you take the money you just put to him and you invest that into all inner league grassroots funding, recruiting, scouting, get it to where – Latin American kids aren't going to Europe. They're coming to America. That's where you win if you're really trying to grow the game. That's where you win if you're trying to do something bigger than just get a name. So I appreciate and applaud them for doing it. I am now going to get an MLS package. And I'll also admit I was wrong. I was wrong. I laughed at every turn where they said Messi's coming to Miami. I just always felt like the guy has more to do, but... I mean, guy didn't want to deal with Barcelona anymore and and the shithousery that they do with the agreements and the offers and the the official offers and how what wasn't written on the offer. And he saw enough to say, I ain't doing this again. So kudos to him. He just told he chose money. He just chose it a different way instead of Saudi Arabia. He chose America instead. Can't blame him. Just like I can't blame any of the Saudi people. So.
0: Yeah. Interesting move in Apple who just did an MLS deal. And it wasn't for that much. They just made bank. I wonder if they had insider information because hmm. the rich keep getting richer. Apple, Mr. Uh, $3,500 $3, fucking goggles. Um, <clears throat> yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Cause I would assume subscri- subscriptions are going to go up. You're about to subscribe. I was already subscribed. I got in on the early tier, so they can't raise my price now, bitches. And, um, I'll let you know. <clears throat> I'll keep you updated yeah. on what I end up paying. Yeah, because it's it's gonna it's gonna skyrocket at this point. Oh, yeah. Subscriptions. Oh. Inter Miami's Twitter following or Instagram following went from a million followers to five million followers in 24 hours. Um, kits are gonna fly off the shelves. So the amount of money that's gonna be brought in for this, I don't even know if the stadium can sustain Lionel Messi because that place is gonna be a circus. Parking is already a fucking problem um mm-hmm. there's gonna be more vendors at the stadium there's gonna be i don't know there i mean it's an open stadium there's probably gonna be people fucking camping outside with binoculars i mean seriously it's gonna look like a fucking Luton town game it's gonna be a village of people um <laughs> yeah and where yeah is it, i mean where is it in, it's relation in fort to lauderdale Miami? it's it's right off 95 on fort lauderdale literally 15 minutes from my house and um Yeah, it's it's it was the Fort Lauderdale Strikers, one of the one of the minor league soccer teams uh stadium. So it's it's not big at all. I wonder what the capacity is on it, because it can't be more than fifteen thousand. Um
1: that's pretty wild.
0: Um eighteen thousand, so right around that. So yeah, it's a small stadium. That's that's revenue loss, so supposedly their their stadium, their building is going to have 25,000. I wonder if they expand on that a little bit more and who knows when that happens. Cause he's 35. I mean, there's no guarantee you have him when that new stadium comes around in two years, you could just say, I'm done. It could get injured. So yeah, they need to take advantage of this, but cool, cool for MLS. Definitely will bring my more eyeballs to it. I'm sure we'll even talk about it more probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes at a good time because MLS is starting to do some things. You know, the Apple TV package. They're doing um, cup, a cup, cup games between the Mexican League and the United States League, which is interesting. I they're that, rebranding yeah. their Champions League uh, tournament, which takes place every year, kind of like the European Champions League. They're giving it a different name, so you know this this could be a huge takeoff for this league. You know, mm-hmm. definitely could be. So, and you know. If they play it right, you bring in more stars. You you go you go to Ronaldo and say, hey, I know you're making a shitload of money here, but hey, yep. LA Galaxy want you, and face off between you and Messi. You know, take advantage of this definitely. That just juiced me up right there because that actually
1: would be dope. Yeah, R- Ronaldo could could play this game very very well, which. I think this might be, unless you have anything else to add to that. This might be a good segue to a game I want to play. Great, segue. let's play it. When one plays a game well, I'm very curious as to how you play this game. I call it "smart people are saying." All right, I'm going to give you five different things that smart people are saying out there. Who? I won't say. Smart people. It's all mm-hmm. people. Them as. Smart people right now, Brian, are having a conversation about Moises Calcedo or Declan Rice. Moises does this, Declan does that. One captains a team, leads him to a European Cup. The other showing signs in his youthfulness. Let's see what he does in his Latin American country. Smart people are saying that Moises Calcedo is the better option based on valuation, price, youthfulness. You might have to overpay for Declan. What
0: are your thoughts? I would have to agree. It's probably going to be about $10 million cheaper. He's a couple years younger. can probably get him on cheaper wages as well. So I would say yeah. that's definitely... Definitely. Uh, true. I would agree with that. I would agree with these smart people that it is the better purchase. However, I want both of them. Ooh. Give me both of them. And also for Caicedo, he's more athletic. Mikel Arteta loves a player who could play multiple positions. I'm sure he jacked off to the film where uh, De- De- Zerbi put him at right back. So um, I think he's more attractive. <laughs> In that sense as well, even though Rice is our number one target. So maybe that's not true because that's that's evident that Rice is number one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. But as an Arsenal fan, give me both. Line up that midfield for the next five to ten years with two young Literally. Dons. Literally. Literally, yeah, can't can't disagree with you there. The
1: other thing I'll add is book it now. I don't care where either of them land. I'm going to say and be on record right now that Declan Rice will be making at least a hundred k more in wages than Moises Caicedo. That starts with a two for Moises or for Declan. Declan, yeah,
0: yeah I think you can yeah. get Caicedo at like one twenty to one forty unless oh, yeah. Chelsea come and fucking you know do a ch- typical Chelsea rap move
1: yeah you had to say it we knew it was coming but you're spot on because all of us are anticipating what the hell that chelsea club are gonna have to do okay number two brian smart people are saying that the saudi league is good for football you have a league with all unlimited amount of money and a thirst to get quality ball presented to their people. Anywhere on God's green earth, that's a good plan, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can also make a good argument that the investment and an injection of some of this money into other leagues could help fans like you and me, with the Premier League, even the Bundesliga, whatever league of these top five European clubs, get a good little injection, could be good for the league overall. To kind of give you an understanding of how large amount of money we're talking about right now. Karim Benzema is going to be making $215 million a year. In the National Football League. The NFL salary cap for one entire fucking team is two hundred and twenty. Five million, only ten million more than what one man will be making in Saudi Arabia. So, what are your thoughts? Saudi Arabian League good for the sport of football?
0: It's good until a young player that's contract is running out, that's a big star in the Premier League or the Bundesliga, let's say uh Musial in the Bundesliga yeah. is, is up for a new contract. And the Saudis go, hey, billion-dollar contract. No yeah. taxes, by the way. And, uh, yeah, you're going to be a billionaire over four years. In the next four years, you're going to be a fucking billionaire. And we'll probably re-up you then. And then you're going to be a multi-billionaire. Yeah. And Musiala says, mm, I like playing, but I like being a billionaire better. Yeah. It's going to be a problem when they start taking young stars. Right now, it's fine. Take Benzema, he's thirty-five. Take Conte, his legs are falling off every anytime he runs. <laughs> uh, that's fine now, but when yeah. when, when these young st- stars start leaving these leagues, yeah, for to become billionaires, then it's going to be a fucking problem, and that's gonna that's gonna really rile the feathers of these other leagues. So it's fine now, but over here, PGA and Live Golf merger, that's got people yeah. pissed off. So yep. just imagine when Bakayo Saka says, or, Hey, William Saliba, you're not happy with your contract. Play, play out your one year and then come here. We're going to market you as the best defender in the Saudi league. And we're going to give you a billion dollars over the next four years. Saliba says, okay, peace out. Arsenal peace out. Premier league peace out. Any fucking league real Madrid. You wanted me uh, PSG. You wanted me peace out. I'm taking the dough. And then, Oh, yeah. he did it. Well, now guess what? His French teammate Mbappe, he's thinking he wants to do it too.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, when it's no, going to
0: piss people off. You're spot on. You're spot
1: on and I think you did it right. Uh it was you're kind of perfectly you and I are in the same link right now because as you noted compatriots, you know, potentially French to French will see the combination and kind of want to lure the 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 compatriot to come with them. We saw this previously with the Chinese Super League, you know, Oscar and Hulk leaving and going out and doing their thing that hulk ended up kind of bouncing around and going to different places he ended up i think going back to the russian league and then i think he ended up going back into brazil so but oscar i think oscar did the same thing and these were players that were younger still a little bit more in their prime did exactly what you just said contract year Uh, let's see what musiala does and i agree wholeheartedly you're gonna see every club be all for this until they come for the gems, and when they come for the young, youthful gems, and now they're taken away from the marketability, now they're taken away from the actual true competition of the sport. Krim was kind of falling off, you know. Conte, perfect, yeah, spot on. So we'll see how this goes, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious who's going to be the first big young name to do it. Um, and in the NBA, yeah. I'd tell you who it is. It's probably James Harden. James Harden would be the first. But he's old. He's not young. Yeah, that's sure. He is older now.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I Um, can definitely see
0: it. But yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. How can you turn down that kind of money? I mean, seriously, especially a young guy that has a lot of trophies already. Hey, I could do this for another five years and retire and never fucking have to do anything ever again with billions. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Billions. I mean, talk about spending money, Saudi league. Speaking of spending money or lack of spending money, Brian, in modern football technology news, the Premier League clubs have voted not to use a semi-automated offside technology for the 23-24 season. Instead, they opted for four more cameras to assist with VAR. The Premier League ref technology is a communication system, goal line technology, which virtually shows the offside lines and VAR. Smart people are saying. And again, we're not saying who these smart people are, but smart people are saying.
0: I can tell you that none we... of the smart people were in the fucking room that voted for the four more cameras.
1: What, is what are going they saying? On? Well, what smart people are saying, the league just showed their ass. They're going broke. They're going cheap. Why?
0: I don't have a good answer for you. I mean, smart people are saying that nobody in that fucking room is smart. (laughs) Smart people are saying that it's a fucking joke, the minor improvements that they they try to put on. And then I I guarantee within the first 10 games, there's still going to be a camera angle that they don't get. Guarantee Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or a line mean, they don't put down. You know, they're playing these audio commentaries now after the fact as if they can't be edited or if they can't, you know, stuff like that after the fact. None of this actually gets to the root of the problem Mm -hmm. that these referees, all these English referees, they're biased. They're not good. None of it gets to the root of the problem that VARs, the people running VAR are fraudulent. Um, so I, I mean, cool. Four more cameras. I mean, <laughs> Apple, just <laughs> Apple just came out with a thing where you could put a fucking camera on your head. Like, why aren't we doing that? It's $3,500. Why isn't everybody have a fucking camera on their fucking head on the sideline or something like that? I, I don't know. Four more cameras Four. Yeah. cheap, very cheap. Doesn't get to the root of the problem. And, um, It'll it, by ten more games. It'll be five. It'll be five Premier League games by the time, you know. There's a, there's an offside rule that's that's controversial. I mean, it's not gonna not gonna do anything. Not gonna do anything. Smart people are saying VAR is crooked. Smart people are saying fuck VAR. Yeah. Well, what's, well, that, guy, some what's smart... that clown's name that runs VAR? Oh God! I don't know. Is it Howard? I, Webb? I gotta look at it. Howard Webb. Yeah. I smart people are saying Howard Webb's a fucking moron. He is a moron. I think
1: smart people have been saying for quite some time that VAR is a fucking coin flip, and it's really hard to argue otherwise with smart people when it comes to that regard. I, agree. I do. I do want to note quickly, uh, uh, just to make sure, kind of give anyone a visual who's listening to understand what we're talking about. If you watch the World Cup, that's how the how they determine uh, offsides in the World Cup with the animation and seeing where the line was determined by the defender and where the line was breached by the potential offside player. That line, that kind of enlightening into the actual spot, the animation, that is what Premier League has decided not to do. Not invest into that and, like Brian said, add four more fucking cameras. So, yeah, going fucking cheap. Um, You might see it this
0: weekend because the Champions League does it also. Yeah. 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 I've seen it in Champions League matches.
1: I'm I'm curious. I don't I I hope I hope I hope we don't see anything with fucking bar. I hope we never get to see the fucking screen. I hope I never get to see this at all ever in that fucking game. If I see a fucking ref with fucking two hands and his index finger draw a fucking screen. I'm going to be super pissed off unless it's in my favor in which case I say go fucking refs. Now I don't want to really talk about the refs because they all have different types of goals, different types of priorities. But I do want to talk about the priorities of particular players and how things should be prioritized. How should it be done? Smart people are saying, Brian, that the whole point to win and play and have fun, the actual premise and the whole purpose of it all It's to bring home trophies. To do the very thing that we all want to do. Which is be the last team on top and win. Some people prioritize the goals. The individual stats. The golden boots. Sometimes the meaningful goals that lead to nothing. Sometimes the pointless goals that just stop you from getting your ass beat. 7-0 maybe. If it happens. I don't know. Smart people are saying you got to prioritize the trophies.
0: What are your thoughts? Of course. Of course. Trophies are what you play for. West Ham Conference League final. That's a that that celebration winning that trophy, even though it's a made-up fucking competition they made up 2 years ago, it is a European competition. Those players will remember that night for the rest of their lives. 100%. 100%. And uh, it's all about the trophies, always, always about the trophies. So, yeah, and congrats to West Ham too. David Moyes, a guy we bashed a lot, wins a European trophy. So, congrats. I was, I was, I was happy for him. He's been around. He's way. been around the block, Mister Moyes. Yeah, the United
1: reject found a way. And that's it's incredible. I gave him shit all year, mainly because he he hoed me. I lost the damn competition. I can go back to so many damn games where I just expected them to score at least one fucking goal. And they came up with a goose egg. So I don't know what they're going to do to get better for next year. We'll kind of see how that goes in the window. Um, But yeah, I would agree. And I want to ask the question because, you know, we're we're talking about one player right now when it comes to this question, one topic and one main guy. I'm giving you two options and two options only. You can only choose one of them. If you are Harry Kane, are you going for the goal record in England? Or are you leaving the country in pursuit
0: for the titles? One or the other. Titles, 100%. 100%. Goal record, whatever. That'll be broken again, Harry that will be broken by somebody in 20 years, somebody'll break the goal record or 40 years, but it'll be broken. Trophies you'll always you'll always be a member of that team that won the trophy in 2024, let's say if you went to Real Madrid. You'll always that that lives on forever. They'll always say, "Hey, remember that Champions League final where Harry Kane scored that game winner?" That is that is living forever in In people's memories and history, the goal record's gonna be broken you you're gonna break shear's record if you stay somebody else is gonna break yours so yep. I mean only only certain records live in infamy more goals are being scored you got people like Howlen coming in and Bappe. so your record's gonna get broken eventually, but you gotta go for the glory winning the trophies. no one's gonna give a fuck no one's gonna give a fuck if you if you if you score all these goals and you don't win a single trophy, not, a single, not even a single one, and you're not winning anything with Tottenham, I can tell you that much, next year you will not win with this manager from the fucking Scottish League who's yeah. going to come in and, oh, I'm seeing David James Madison's being linked, David Ray is being linked to Tottenham. Those guys aren't coming. They see the mess you guys are in. No one's yeah. going to play with with Ange, whatever the fuck his name is, from Celtic, yeah. you're not an attractive project anymore. Newcastle yeah. wants Madison. Do you think he's going to go, oh, you know what? Tottenham just offered me a contract. I'm going to sign for them. Do you think he's going to go, oh, I've been seeing myself linked to Newcastle for about two months, three months, four months, however long it might be. I think I'll wait to see if they're still interested. Or, yeah. well, you know, maybe Arsenal don't get Caicedo and they need another creative number eight. I think I'll wait for them. Mm. Oh, Chelsea struck out again. I'll wait for them, because at least I know they'll go for it. Yeah. Tottenham's not going for nothing.
1: Not at all. Not at all. Tottenham is a case in point where if I'm an agent or if I'm a player, I would accept a rotational role in a top four contender before I take a starting role at Tottenham. And I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly mean that. Wholeheartedly mean that. I would rather be a part of something bigger, get to play every now and then, get to play cup games, give me every bit of Carabella cup. I don't give a fuck. I'll play the prem and hard as I can for 10, 15 minutes. If you want me to come on and try to hold on to a lead just to be able to fucking play in champions league, as opposed to being an absolute loser for Tottenham. And I mean, if I get to play along some potential good players with, with potential awards to themselves. And speaking of awards, we got our final, final topic. When it comes to the awards, trophies matter, personal achievements matter too. And with a big, big game on Saturday, we have the potential of having some huge, huge changes with the Ballyendor favorites and the rankings. Typically around this time, a city fan is just like, fuck this shit. I don't give a hell. I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to see who we're signing. Erling Holland comes in. What? I missed out on Jude. Fuck who we're getting. Not this year. I got the Champions League final. And with the Champions League final, I got to be able to think about what could potentially happen should Holland or Kevin score a main goal. The Athletic put out <clears throat> a list of the top 20 champ Ballion d'Or potential finalists back in, I think, February or March. Saw the listing. But I was like, eh, I don't know. Did some due diligence. And Brian, smart people are saying that Lionel Messi is going to be the Ballon d'Or winner no matter what happens on Saturday in the Champions League final. What are your
0: thoughts? Yeah, he will. Because the Ballon d'Or is fucking gutless. Another gutless award ceremony. Where they just give it to the familiar faces and whoever moves the fucking needle. Because two years ago, Messi did not deserve that shit at all. And Lewandowski deserved it. And they still gave it to Messi. So, good luck, Erling. You have to deal with a bunch of old people who don't know their fucking dick from their thumb. <laughs>
1: it's so true uh luca modric is a case in point he won it one year with the world cup uh, with the run that they had with croatia didn't end up winning it lost in the final you looked at his uh, league record that year i think he had like four goals and six assists or something like that um, didn't do much else uh it is a bit of a popularity contest and with leno messi completing football and getting the world cup i don't know if they will favor uh uh, uh potential should City do it? A trouble winning side in Holland. I mean, the other thing is this. Lionel Messi, from a from a league perspective, Kevin De Bruyne has the same goal contributions as Lionel Messi. Like, same goals and assists. Same goals and assists. Messi has more goals, obviously, but the goal contributions complete total are the same. So you'd be curious how it goes, but... I have to agree with you. Smart people are right on this. Leonel Messi is gonna get it. It's it's favored.
0: It's a popularity contest. Yeah, like you said, tea. it should be sponsored by
1: fucking TikTok. <laughs> Basically, you could probably get accurate voting compared to what like what the journalists are saying, what the actual voting is and what it is on
0: TikTok, because it would just go to Messi. Transfer window. Let's close with that. Transfers, transfers, transfers. Man City linked. Agreed to personal terms with Mateo Kovacic today from Chelsea. Chelsea need the money. So they're probably happy about that. Um, what do you think about that? I think we kind of talked about it a week ago, but Kovacic coming in. You already said it. Uh, I didn't see any numbers thrown around. I'll look it up in a second. What do you think about it in general? And since Bernardo is leaving, so he's going to slot in for Bernardo in the midfield. Well,
1: Brian City City do not have a good record of, of 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 an incoming transfer that plays defense or plays midfield, other than Ruben Diaz that comes in and he immediately has a strong impact. Uh, Erling Holland, striker forward, so that doesn't count. But when we look at midfield and defense, well, we we do not have the record of having acquisitions and coming in and immediately slot start. Uh, that's not how it works for Pep. Any player who comes in, Mateo Kovacic included, while great as he is, bit injury prone. Good numbers i think can get more uh uh aggressive get more attacking in the final third uh he's gonna have to come in and do everything and with us losing bernardo which you're spot on i i, I see he favors a, a a move to uh paris so good for him um he's done a great service i'll have tears after the trouble. um but bring me home the fucking trouble so yes tough loss I don't know if he's going to fulfill that role, man. I, I don't see it right now. What I see mainly is a com- next year. We'll figure it out. We need a body who is similar to the style, and I see uh, Mateo being able to do that. Um, I back Pep. I back the move. Um, it's not crazy, outlandish, and also we missed our main target, right? We missed Jude. We got to acknowledge that. So I see city fans saying we never put in an offer. We never stop. Stop it. We wanted Jude. There's no secret we were after Jude. We were twerking with him on IG through players. Stop it. We wanted it. It was it was a thing we were into. No shame. We're still Man City. We're not going to get everyone. Move forward. Mateo Kovacic fits. Tiki likes him. We like the deal. I'm sure it's going to be a great price. If the number starts more than a three, I'm pissed off, though. I am pissed off. We have to do good business. I think it might, but I want it to be I want it to be 3 or less, I'll be honest. I will be giddy if I see it for 35 million. I am heated if I see 55. I'm heated.
0: Yeah. Um let's see how much he has on the contract. But yeah, and the thing is and we I said this 2 months ago, Chelsea are no position to play hardball with anybody and they're trying to play hardball, United's not doing it. I can't see City going Chelsea going, oh, we want 65 for Kovacic and City going, here you go, guys. Um, I can't see that happening. City, out of anybody, great board, they're going to know. Chelsea have no fucking leverage on this deal at all. Mm-hmm. Kovacic's not really linked with anybody else. Already agreed to personal terms. The leverage is in your hands. They have to sell by the end of June to to balance the FFP books. Um so yeah, I I don't think I think this deal will favor you in terms of price, even though you know you guys have a high budget anyway. But you will you will you won't you won't overpay. I I don't see. I think it's a good move. I, I like Kovacic. I'm sure you know Peps identified him. Said I want that guy. So he's gonna probably turn him into a fucking beast. Um, he's a good player as it is. So yeah, it's a good transfer for City. City FA Cup final, Champions League final. Still doing business. Still getting shit done. So, um, yeah. I want to talk about a, a guy that you are a big fan of going to Liverpool for 35 million pounds. How does that happen? Explain to me, sir.
1: Well, look, uh, Liverpool fans won't do this for City. But uh, as a City fan, I'll do this for Liverpool. Uh, you do dil- Your due diligence in this transaction and being ahead of the, 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 the pack in this and getting this done and prioritizing him, uh, you knew something. You knew something that was there, and kudos to you for knowing something. Uh, maybe, you know, real recognizes real is the phrase. What I'm thinking is Europa recognizes it. Europa with this situation. And when you realized that you didn't have an opportunity to make Champions League, you started to think we're stuck in Europa. How do we go ahead and work with teams that are stuck in this similar situation? Brighton, I'm looking at you. So $35 million for Ginger Mac who is a quality, quality player. Crazy. And what I love about him, been on the record of saying this, the versatility is there. It is there. 6, 8, 10. All verified. I don't care what anyone tells me. I have seen it with my eyes. Ginger Mac can play all three of those right meow. So I'm saying it on record. Great signing by Liverpool. Fuck off. I'm still worried about them again. Next year's gonna be tough. And you gotta give them credit. And uh, if I'm Arsenal, this is where I would be upset. Because why weren't we considered? Why wasn't this an option? Tell me why Arsenal wouldn't want this. 35 million. What did you pay for Zinny? Wasn't it 35? Yeah. Vieira was 35.
0: Fuck in hell. Fuck in hell. Was Arsenal never about it? I don't know. I don't think anyone had time. Links, I saw some links, but nothing. He must have wanted Liverpool, and he must have communicated that to other clubs. That's the only thing I could think of. Because uh, yeah, that's a that's a fucking steal. And now Liverpool's window. Where I said I think they're going to disappoint. Now they now I think they're going to have a big window. That's a that's a great first deal. You get it out of the way, and you keep your budget open. I don't know what their budget is, but. I'm sure they have money left over still, so that's a great deal. I, I I honestly can't believe it was that cheap. I was thinking 60 million. You start with. They were talking 80 million at one point. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, for that price, is astronomical. And
1: I don't know, but but that's that's because you can have that conversation. You know, there's 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 Brighton more willing to, to negotiate to a certain extent. And you saw that the the hoodwinked and uh, uh, flagazing that they did with with Chelsea. You know, they managed to get that done. And and I still can't think. I, I, I want to propose two things to you real quick. Two randoms. You just can't tell me yes or no. You wouldn't be open to it. If you were City, would you do swap Cucurella jao We wanted Cucurella in the first place. I know mm. he's look look, look stop, but let me preface now. No. Erase your mind on the previous season. You did not see Cucurella look like shit with Chelsea. It's completely different. He would do something potentially with Citi because we liked him. Swap deal with Zhao. Yes or no? No. Okay, second. Quick scenario. Short term. Your wife's pregnant. You don't want to leave. A lot of family shit going on. You don't want to know if this next term, this long term decision is great for you. You don't know if maybe the overseas move is right for you. So you do some of these things that the modern athletes are doing. High wages. High salary. Give it to me now. But short term deal. If you're Harry Kane, do you take a two year deal to go to Real Madrid? 50 million each? Go ahead and get a quick hundo million for a two year deal.
0: Player option or a club option after the first year? Of course, if I me- was Harry Kane. But Harry Kane acts on his own and he does his own thing and would Real really give him that much money? If they they need a striker, they don't. Yeah. They don't want. They don't. They don't know if he's
1: it. I hear Madrid fans tell me. I don't know. He's English. I don't know why. All of a sudden, the English is a problem for fucking La Liga when they just got Jude. It's okay for a midfielder, but when you got an English striker coming in, it's a problem. Like what the fuck? I don't understand that.
0: The last English, the last couple English players they've gotten from Tottenham have worked out pretty fucking well. Luka Modric. Tottenham, yeah. former Tottenham player. Gareth Bale, former Tottenham player. Two yeah. legends of the club. Yeah, facts. So what the fuck are those people talking about? Yeah,
1: facts. So I, I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm curious if they would even entertain that. It doesn't Kane still gets an option that if he really wants to go back to his home country and get that fucking goal record, he can do that after winning a title, lifting it and then going to wherever he wants. Madrid get the opportunity to see if Harry Kane's about it in another league. Start him at striker. He's going to have wonderful opportunities. It's a win-win for both. You negotiate out of it. Madrid get their cover striker that they need now with an option that if it doesn't pan out or if it's not long-term because he's over 30, we'll go ahead and go somewhere else. By then, maybe they think Holland opens up or someone else opens up. So Mbappe, I don't know. But
0: But you're saying this after next year, right?
1: No, right now.
0: Well, it has to be when he's a free. Because you're not paying a hundred fucking million for a two year contract, yeah, so you're gonna exactly. pay two. He, he's not. He's he's a great player, but he ain't Ronaldo. He's no. a great player, no. but he ain't Mbappe. So yeah, I think that's if, if you're talking get a short term deal on a free next year, then yeah, for sure. But you're not gonna do it this year because you're gonna have to pay for the psychopath Daniel Levy. Yeah, no, you're spot on. I
1: as think as I, as you just explained that to me, and as I thought through the situation, my high ass realized that that's me. I'm banking on Charlie Kane being able to fucking do something. And we both know that's not fucking happening. So the only way that fucking deal's getting negotiated is fucking, uh, 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 fucking, what's that famous, uh, agent that died? Um, Minorella would have to negotiate that fucking deal to be able to get it done, because that's the only man that's ever touched this planet that can negotiate something so good for Harry Kane. Definitely not his fucking shit brother of an agent.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Well, yeah, so Bellingham officially joined Madrid. That went through. Uh, Price about 92, 3 million pound for something like that. About 20 something in add-ons. Um, I don't know what the wages are, but I'm sure they're very, very high. I would guess right around the 350, 400 k mark. Fucking hell. I'm gonna guess that. I'm gonna guess they're very, very high wages. Bellingham had a lot of suitors. Um, but yeah, any anything else? Any other news you want to discuss transfer wise? Um, things are really about to heat up, really, really about to heat up, especially after that final Saturday. So, um, I mean, it's already pretty hot considering the window's not even open.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I, I'm curious. I think we see this every year. Last year, it was to Cucurella. It was it was the back and forth. But, but where's where's there going to be? The, the unique thing about this is the yard sale that's got to come about, Chelsea. Everyone and their mother knows by June 30th, shit's gotta be right for Chelsea so after this Champions League it's gonna be an absolute scramble I'm so curious to kind of see how that pans out so we'll see what Chelsea end up doing we definitely will get a full grasp of it but that's where I think is the trickle effect that's where I think it all starts Chelsea offloading still trying to manage things and some of the main names that you're going to see moved. I think Declan's going to be the first one. Declan's going to be the first name that I think goes officially gets it done. Let's let's start the let's start the process
0: and go from there. Yeah, I mean I think it's going to be the first very very big one that's going to move um and I hope it's the Arsenal. Everything I'm seeing, you know, team, there's a guy on Twitter Who's very reliable called uh, Leak Lineups or or Team News and Ticks. He always leaks out the lineup beforehand, the day before sometimes, and he's always he's always spot on. Um, he's been releasing some Declan Rice news, and he's not a clickbaity guy. And this guy goes way back. They even pulled up a tweet from him in 2012 when he said, "In a couple weeks, Thierry Henry is going to come back to the club," and he actually did come back when he came back on loan to Arsenal. Um, years ago, years, years ago, I think from the MLS, which was, uh, yeah, he came back for like six months or whatever on a six month loan or a short term loan. But anyway, so he's not a clickbaity guy. When he, when he says stuff, he has good sources within the club. And when he says stuff, it's usually because it's accurate information. I've never really seen him put out clickbaity shit, um, just to get a headline. But he's basically saying this deal's like, Mostly done. They're waiting for the final to end, which ended yesterday. Let let them celebrate. Let them wind down. But there's a preliminary group the uh, deal in place. Rice and Arsenal already have terms locked up, whether they're signed or not. But he said those have been agreed on. He said Declan Rice has already told people he's going to be at London Colony training ground next year. He wants Arsenal. He's an admirer of Arteta. And, you know, after the final today, a lot of stuff came out that Kind of look like it lined up. What are you saying? So, at this point, it's just kind of in Edu's hands. Put the right amount on the table, get the payment structure right, and make the deal happen. And once that happens, I think you're going to see a lot of dominoes for Arsenal in general because they're going to get it. They're going to need another midfielder. There's talks they might let Jorginho leave, um, which is interesting. Wow. I didn't expect yeah. that, but um, yeah, I guess Jorginho got him too. Yeah, but I, I I think they had it in mind that he was only going to be here for six months and they'll move him on to Italy. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I think that domino, I'm going to say by the time we'll have, we'll probably have the rice deal. It, it should be done by next Wednesday. It needs to be done. Uh, if the, if they keep dragging their feet with this, it's going to be a problem for me. I have to, I, I have to agree already. on the timeline. Yeah, I have to agree on the
1: timeline. If If we're, if we're, um, in the next week, what it's it's the eighth now. If we're if we're touching the fifteenth, if we're halfway through the month, the fifteenth, and we haven't gotten pen the paper on that deal, or at least announced breaking news and and got the got the the video ready, um, yeah, start 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 to start to kind of worry because that means you got fuckery going on with the Chelsea. You got fuckery going on with the United. People coming in, swooping deals, hijacking. Got Newcastle looking like they're trying to hijack a few deals. Got folks trying to hijack yeah. right now. So, uh, it's hijacking season. It's 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 that time. It's that time of year where messages are sent, things are relayed and then you're like, "Oh, word?" Let's give him a call. Let's see how. Let's test how good the con the talks have been. Give my call and say. Yesterday's price is not today's price.
0: Facts. That's how it's going to go down. yeah yeah We'll yeah, see. I'm reading, I'm reading the Mount stuff too, and and Chelsea's wants seventy plus ten minimum, and United one fifty five. Yeah, want to pay fifty five.
1: And and I don't I don't I don't see I don't see it I don't see it I don't see how that's an immediate need. I'm not saying that that's not an upgrade, but I mean what we're we're slotting him for Christian Eriksen or Sabitzer, right? That's what we're basically saying. He's he's taking that starting spot. and need to go there. I'm sure yep. O'Leary would at least agree with that. If not, we'd have another long conversation about you know whatever. And and maybe I I don't know. Here's what I do. Here's what I do know. Uh, Mason Mount's gonna demand more than 200k. So good luck in signing him, because uh, my understanding is that uh, there's there's a rule rule there. (laughs) There's a rule there that United may not allow. So um, uh, GGS, if that's the case, it looks like we're going to be having a tough summer signing anyone. So
0: maybe Mound should talk to Casemiro because apparently that rule doesn't apply for Casemiro, who signed with Ten Hag for 300k. But I'll mind my business.
1: (laughs) Which, by the way, they want to name Captain next year, after his first Captain year Casimiro, race, Captain Cas. Captain Migos.
0: <laughs> Gather around my fellow players. We are one team. I am Casimiro, and today's lesson will be how to get a red card. <laughs>
1: or how to get away with fucking sticking a fucking foot in someone's calf and not getting a red card. I'm telling you, that man is plagued. He has personally plagued me. Madrid and at United with fouls that, for God, I'm telling you, I just think he gets away with shit everywhere he goes. You know those types of players. In fact, he's teamed with one, Bruno. They just get away with fuckery, constantly doing shit. That's annoying. I fucking can't stand them as players. Resume's good for cast, but yeah, I, and it's down too. Age-wise, I
0: think we're going to see a drop next year. By the way, Kovacic, year left on the deal. So I think that that, that number is yes. going to start with a three. Yes. They don't have any yes. fucking leverage. Yeah.
1: The moment you said year left, I knew it. Yes. Yeah, no definitely. leverage there. No sure leverage FC. And should my club overspend? I will call it an overspend. Let me be clear. There is no fucking room here to fuck around. Go get the players you want. I've always been for it, but we don't do that bullshit. If it's an overspend, I will say it as is. Anything four or more is an overspend for Mateo Kovacic, not because of quality, but because other variables say that number should be 35, 37 with add-ons, maybe. I'm fucking giddy with joy if it's only 20-something.
0: 30 going to 40 at most.
1: Yeah, I sure hope so. I sure 42,
0: so. nothing high 40.
1: But in fairness, we got to anticipate that same number with Jow. I don't think we that 70 number we were throwing at folks in the, in the in the in the summer or the January window when we got rid of them and we're like Byron, you can have them for the 70. You know, Byron were smart to be hesitant and be like, "Oh, we don't know." The whole time we were like, "Okay, we won the league with them, all this shit." Now people are like, eh, "No, nah, you're not getting seventy, bro. We'll be lucky to get four or five for Jao." To be honest, and that fucking—it's a win, but it's—it still kind of sucks because I would have loved seventy for him.
0: Where do you think Firmino goes on a, on a free? I was just thinking. I think he's an interesting signing. I mean. He can really bolster boaster things. I mean, obviously a mm-hmm. squad player at his age now, but top, top class squad player. I mean, mm-hmm. he was in double digit goals last year in the Premier League. So he's still got a lot to offer. I think he's an interesting signing. Uh Bayern take take a swing at him. Madrid, one of those big hitters. I see it. I see it.
1: I don't so which I, one? I would I would say where there's comfort. And there's comfort with other Brazilians. I go Barcelona or Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona would be ideal. Yeah. Especially for Barcelona. Free transfer FC right now. They have to be, you know, can't even get their own goat back in.
0: Madrid's a good call with, with, uh, Vinicius and Rodrigo and all those guys. Militao. Yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. I see that very, it's an easy slipping for him to go to Madrid.
0: He's Easy perfect flip. too. He's perfect mm-hmm. too. I'm surprised they haven't signed him already. Just say, hey, we need two strikers, because they kinda do. I, I like I like Rodrigo on the right way better than as a false nine. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't see why uh, why they're not doing that already. Do it and then I, you know, you look less desperate in the market when you already have Firmino. So you're gonna need yeah. another striker, but you don't need two and you can negotiate, but it is what it is. Same club Um, who also thinks Kai Havertz can do something for him. I've heard they're out on him, though.
1: They have to be. That's kind of the rumors. Yeah. They have to be. I think I'm hoping. I'm hoping for Madrid's sake. I hope you guys aren't that desperate to even think about Kai. That's. I'm sorry. I've never seen it.
0: You think Chelsea pushed that story to Fabrizio that Real Madrid was interested? See, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking get, to get the, to get to get some interest. Like, oh, Real Madrid want them, so maybe my stupid club should be looking at him too. They see something. How could I not think that? You're so
1: accurate with that. Fabrizio has been a Chelsea merchant for fucking years now. It's absurd. It's absurd. The level of connect. I, I, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a theory. I think he's directly texting Todd. Directly texting Todd. Like, I think mm-hmm. he is truly getting it straight from that motherfucker.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm seeing your boy Lavia link to Chelsea as well now. What do you think of that? He's a good player. I think you kind of exposed him a little bit with the stats, and you'd be accurate in doing so. I didn't expose him. I just said that if you look at his uh... – what is it? The FB ref stats or whatever? Yeah, FB they're Football. they're not they're not good, but mm-hmm. he's still great, and he's a young player, so people yeah. are going to look at him. Let, let Chelsea overpay. Go ahead. No, that, that's that's what that's <laughs> that's exactly it. That's exactly it. You would have to imagine
1: with Southampton being the way that they are, they're going to take almost anything for him, um, but they're they're going to at least get some quality value from him. Should they do it? At they're not going to take
0: quality. anything. Did you see that Ward Prowse fucking price tag? Oh, God. Yeah, well, okay, so
1: what are we getting with, with JWP? We're getting an absolute perennial free kick taker. But yeah. other than that, <laughs> we're getting what? A guy who just fills a spot and is just kind of there. He's perfect if this was hockey and I can go ahead and subline someone in for a free kick and then bring them right back out. But yeah. JWP is not bringing a work rate that is conducive to a winning Premier League squad. So, kick yep. rocks if you think you're going to do
0: that. That's the problem. He makes sense. He would make sense in a team that wins a lot of fouls for set-piece abilities. But a team that wins a lot of fouls is usually going to have possession most of the game. So, is he good enough to have that work rate and, and that possession skill in a, in a possession-based club to do that? I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. But yeah, what do they want? 60, 70 for him? Fucking 30 too much is what that is. That's yeah. that, uh, the number that's needs absurd. to start with 35, 40, especially mm-hmm. when your ass got relegated. Talk about <laughs> yeah. no fucking leverage.
1: <laughs> Dead ass. Dead ass. And it already starts for them too, if I'm not mistaken. They could actually start doing business now, if I understood it correct, because they're because they are getting relegated. So Yeah.
0: Well, anybody can do business. The the transfer window opens. It's for player registration, basically. I mean, look, Liverpool's already at at the fucking Anfield already. I mean, McAllister's already at Anfield already. So, the business is done. Bellingham's done already. It's the registration window. It should be labeled, but business is already taking place. Man,
1: God. It's already cooking. We're
0: cooking, we're cooking, we're cooking. But um, anything else? Or you want to end it here and then we'll recap. Uh, It's either going to be a a elacious treble winning recap or a I may never watch another European game again recap. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I've already already started to prepare the positives should we lose. That's how sad it is to be a City fan. And the positives would be. At least this team has something to fight for next year other than scoring a goal at Tottenham. Those two things are the only things we're fighting for. But should should we handle it? Uh, Worst case scenario, too. I'm prepared for this. Three days after winning it, Pep retires. No. Why not?
0: I mean. Why did he extend, Brian? I would love that. Why did he? (laughs) I would love that. I'm on the bandwagon. Please retire, Pep. (laughs) I mean, think about why he extended. It's to win it. It's to win this. To, we'll sing. Please, 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 <laughs> pretty, please, pretty, please, 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 please. Yeah, that's. Please I'm surprised. Retire. I'm pout. surprised
1: that agenda has not been out there. I'm surprised the rest of the league hasn't been like, you know what? We don't give a fuck. Let them have it. Then leave. Just yeah. go. Just go. You want that trouble so bad? Fine. You got history, whatever. You got charges on your head. So until that's resolved, we'll fall, we'll, we'll see if you can really celebrate. Keep the champagne on ice. And in seven years from now, we'll know if you can really celebrate. Now just leave the league. You've done everything you could. Go. I have not seen fans at least do that and be like, come on. That's a fair deal. Come on. Go do your thing. Yeah. Great champagne football. Now go away.
0: <laughs> he hasn't done everything. There's one thing he can do next season that no club has ever done, four in a row. Oh shit! Damn. So there's Go a on, so there's a little more there's a little more hunger. His his belly could be a little still empty a little bit. There's I'm another all you can, there's another all you can eat buffet that's right down the street that uh has 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 has, has peaked his hunger a little bit. So. Yeah, we'll see. I'm looking at the the Kai Havertz thing, and Real Madrid said that Chelsea wants too much money. I'm really loving that all the clubs are uniting on one front to not fall for Chelsea's bullshit. I'm really, really happy about that. I love how everybody's just calling Chelsea's fucking bullshit. We'll see you. And I I said this. I said, tell them we'll see you at the end of the window or we'll see you at the end of June when you need to make these sales, and then we'll talk prices again. And then we'll talk prices.
1: Yesterday's price is not today's price.
0: That's what they're going right. to be saying at fucking June 30th when when FFP needs to be balanced. I, I, I'm loving this. I'm loving this because I started seeing 70 from Mount, Man United involved. Oh great. Man United's going to get them out of FFP troubles. Thanks a lot, man United. Another reason I hate you guys, but uh, I, I love that they're all banding together. We need to roast the first club that gives in to the
1: overpay. Because if you hold your fucking stance, the yard sale is coming for the rest of the league. Do not be that first club to give in to this horrible, horrible, horrible owner. Just a shit situation. You are so accurate with this. We should be all loving the 27th, 28th, and 29th of june as we prepare for the perennial downgrade of absolute yard sale players what i love is it's almost like all of the clubs are going to this yard sale and just trying to fight find the right ones at the right time with like an absolute crazy bully who's just trying to make sure he gets everything and here come little city just pep getting 35 million for a little kovacic all right deuces thank you got what i needed please see y'all later Good luck in trying to get the rest of that motherfucker. I think he's going to get hoodwinked by everyone and we should all enjoy it and laugh. It's going to be great, dude. You are so spot on with this take. Hold
0: Just hold, hold. everyone. Hold it. <laughs> hold the line. Hold the fucking line. There will be a hold yard it. sale at the end of the month and things will be very, very cheap. Very, very cheap. So, yep. yeah, good stuff. Um. We'll talk next week. We got a final this weekend. Um, yeah, that's about it. Anything else? No, that's it. I'll start watching the Yankees on Monday. So till then, we'll see what's going on. That's it. It's a wrap. Episode 60 in the books. Champions League final Saturday. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.